Day 18 of the Red Letter Challenge, the week of forgiving. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, Matthew 5:44. Maybe you've heard this phrase, do not hate your enemies. Instead, pray for your enemies because it's super passive aggressive and it will totally tick them off. While this is funny, it's not why we should pray or love our enemies. We don't do it to make them feel worse. We do it because we want to live like Jesus. Jesus calls us to a lifestyle that might seem weird to the rest of the world. It's weird to say, I'm going to love my enemies and pray for them. It's even weirder to actually do it. The world says to hate our enemies or seek revenge on them. Jesus is calling us to do the opposite. During seminary, I was blessed to lead a college ministry at St. Louis University. We had worship services on Saturday evening, and one night I preached a sermon I felt really, really good about. We had a packed house, the energy was high, and I was passionate about my topic. Five different seminary professors were there. It wasn't unusual to have a professor or two in attendance, but this was a few more than normal. I was proud because I knew I had just preached one of my best sermons ever, or so I thought. Two weeks later, my supervisor called me to his office, and one of the professors who had been at the service was there to talk to me about my sermon. I thought, great, he must have really liked it. Maybe he wants me to preach it somewhere else. Nope, he hated it. While we talked, he criticized my theology, claimed there was no gospel in it, and called my performance narcissistic. He didn't think I was fit to be a pastor and required me to take an additional law and gospel class at the seminary. After our conversation, I feared everything would just go away, but it didn't. The professor wanted to make an example out of me. My other professors told me to cooperate and not make a big deal out of it, but I held a grudge against this professor for a long time. I didn't understand why he was trying to make my life and my seminary experience so miserable. I didn't understand why, and to be honest, I still don't. This is the guy Jesus wants me to pray for? You may have enemies in your life. Some of them may be much more serious than what I just described. And you may wonder, why does Jesus want me to pray for my enemies? In Christ, we are not to be a people of vengeance and bitterness. We are to be a people of forgiveness. When you hold grudges or seek revenge, you are not acting like Christ. I'm not saying it's easy or that you won't have to wrestle with things, but ultimately God wants us to have a heart of forgiveness. And if you can pray for your enemies, you are on the right path. Time and time again, Jesus prayed for his enemies. He even offered a prayer at his crucifixion. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. In the midst of death and betrayal, Jesus still prayed for his enemies. That's amazing. And if you don't think that it's possible for us to do the same, take a look at the Apostle Stephen. His story is found in Acts chapter 6 and 7. After Stephen testifies about Jesus' love and grace for the world, the crowd stones him to death. Before he dies, he falls on his knees and said, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. I know it's hard to pray for your enemies. You will need the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to do it. If you are having a hard time with this, invite the Holy Spirit into your heart and help you today. Notice in this passage how Stephen, just like Jesus, had the power to pray for his enemies in the midst of dying. Acts 7, verses 54 through 60. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand. Look, he said, 
I see heaven open, and a son of man standing at the right hand of God. At this they covered their ears, and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city, and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. Today's challenge is to pray for those who have hurt you, abused you, or become your enemies. This isn't easy to do, but God will use it to transform your heart.